back. What up? On a somewhat normal timeline this time. Yeah, yeah, we're getting back in the groove of things. It's getting better. But I'm Will. I'm Trish. And I'm Blake. And we're two guys, a girl in that movie place. Didn't fuck it up this time either. (laughs) Gold stars. Gold stars all around. So, Verda. (laughs) So, Blake. Yes. Before we started recording, (laughs) you shared with us a master plan of how to keep the granola bars safe. To to (laughs) elaborate, we have four children who will eat everything in sight if we allow them to. So if we want anything special, like little snacky snacks, we got to keep them in the bedroom hidden. How exactly did you keep the kids from eating all the granola bars, Blake? I hid them under the gummies. (laughs) (laughs) I dumped the gummies out, and I stacked them by what they were. And I put the gummies back on top of them. Like a true evil genius. And that's why we love him. I, I still got gummies and granola bars. Probably not after tonight, but you're full of shit. We're not eating three boxes I of granola. Be full of granola bars. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're back with another hilarious, hopefully, episode mm. for you guys. I will go ahead and tell you this much: it's an angry Trish episode, guys. Get ready. But we are here covering Maximum Overdrive from 1986. This was Blake's pick. Yes. Blake, would you like to give a little bit of background as to why you picked this and how? what was the first time you saw it and whatnot? Okay, so I remember the first time I watched it was at daycare. At daycare. It, it was. Jesus. I was like eight. And they gave me my cup of juice, hooked me up with my Cheez-Its, and like half a ham sandwich. I'm sitting there on the floor. And it was like an after school thing. <laughs> well. That was cool. That was explosive. I bet that sounds fucking epic. <laughs> oh, God. You got me all wet. <laughs> I've got it all over me. It's well, just nitrous, bro. <laughs> You're going to have to sit in it now. <laughs> I just opened one of the new nitrous Nitro Pepsi Vanilla Draft Colas, and it fucking exploded all over me. Yes. And the bed. And the bed. It'll buff out. It'll all buff out. Hey, Greg. Well, we'll, take the, we'll just take the bed to the car wash. It'll be okay. Yes. We, anyway. I've got a couple things we need to take, so I'm making a list. Okay, so after school thing. Yeah. Daycare. Daycare. Oh, yeah, bro. First time I watched Cheez-Its. this, I was just like, yeah, I got my... No, it wasn't Cheez-Its. They were cheese balls. Oh, you said Cheez-Its. Did I? Yeah. Were you eating Cheez-Its or cheese balls, bro? They were cheese balls. Were I'm pretty cheesy. sure I said cheese balls. Pretty sure you said Cheez-Its. Oh, uh, well, listen. Over the great Cheez-It debacle, <laughs> I'm just letting you know it was Cheez-Its. Cheese it balls. Cheez-Its. <laughs> Look, Shut up. The only thing I got to say about this whole thing is it ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> okay. My toes hurt. <laughs> so you were like eight the first time you saw this R-rated Stephen King adaptation. Yes. At daycare. Yes. I don't want to name the place because it might still be in business. So 
thoughts, concerns, thoughts, <laughs> explanations. Was, it was an awesome movie, but I had a small paranoia of big trucks after that until I started driving them. Yes, I was worried that I'd be out back taking a piss one day and I'd get ran over by a four-wheeler or something that nobody was driving. Mm. <laughs> but that's cool because that won't happen because four-wheelers don't have power steering or didn't at that time. So so what made you choose this movie this week? Um, it's an oldie but a goodie. An oldie but a goodie. Mainly because I said I didn't want to watch it. No, you said you didn't want to watch fucking Mad Max Fury Road. Didn't want to watch yeah. that one either. Yeah, all right. Let's get into this a little bit because this was a whole thing. <laughs> I love our Walmart trips. Yeah. <laughs> we were on our way to Walmart and we were talking about what movie Blake was going to pick and whatnot because we were going to watch it that night. And Blake said Maximum Overdrive. And somehow Trish got Maximum Overdrive and Mad Max Fury Road confused. I didn't get confused. Head. I meshed them in yeah. my head. Oh, she meshed them together in her head. Yes. Like, I'm still trying to figure I mean, out. I it would be a more interesting movie if you did that. <laughs> that would explain the apocalypse. And they've, like, tamed the cars as monsters. That, so they took parts out of each one. But that could be a thing. It could be a thing. <clears throat> but, uh, like I said, this movie was released on... I got a couple of different dates. I got July 25th, 1986, and I got July 1st, 1986. It was I, in July. Or not July 1st, January 1st. Oh. Shit. Okay. So, it's only six months. It's okay. Seven. It's, yeah. Yeah, Almost yeah. eight. But we, <laughs> we do know for sure it came out in 1986. Yes. <laughs> what do the you think? The year I was born. So this yeah. movie is 35 years old. Yeah. Almost. What uh? What do you think the budget was, Trish? <sighs> like two dollars. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right, Blake. What do you think the budget was? Um. Well, considering the cast, which was pretty much just Emilio Estevez. Emilio. <laughs> um. Let's see. There was no, exploding. there was more than Emilio in this. Hey. Weren't quite big names yet, but we'll, yeah, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, but dude, I was born in 93. Like, I don't even know shit from 93, bro. Fair enough. Anyways. But I'm going to say with all the explosions and all the trucks, 7 million, 7 two. You're pretty fucking close, actually. Yeah. It was 10 million. See? So I was closer. You're no. full of shit. <laughs> no. Seven. That's not how math works. That's not how any of this works. Listen, I'm an artist. I don't have to math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too pretty to have to math. What do you think it made, Trish? Seven dollars. No As you can tell, Trish really did not like this movie. <laughs> what did you think it And made? 35 cents. Seven dollars and thirty-five cents. Yes. What do you think it made, Blake? Sixteen eight. Sixteen point eight. Nope. You're about nine million over. Really? Yeah. Because it wasn't that good. It only made seven million four hundred thirty-three thousand six hundred and sixty-three dollars. So it didn't even break How many even. Cents? It didn't give me sense. Oh, Did it not break even? Ridiculous. It didn't break even. See, because it was bad. 
It was not fucking bad. This movie has gotten a cult following over the years. Yes. I remember vividly being about eight years old. Now, mind you, me and Blake are not the same age, so we did not watch this at the same time. When I was eight years old, it was 1995. And the thing to do for me on Saturday nights, if I wasn't renting movies from the local uh, video store Video Bug, was watching Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs. Which I still watch The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. So, I mean, you know, it's something I've carried on to fucking adulthood. And this being the first movie of the night. Who is Bob Briggs? Joe Bob Briggs. I don't know. You say it right. You best put some respect on that name, son. The drive-in never dies. I still don't know who that is. Like, you're dropping all these quotes and shit. I don't know. I'll I'll have to... help. (laughs) I need somebody. No, I'll educate you later. But yeah, I remember very vividly watching this movie. It was a double feat. I believe it was a double feature with this and the Tom Savini 1990 version of Night of the Living Dead. Oh. That night, which I think that's going to be one of my picks eventually because. Wait a minute. Okay, I get these mixed up. What, what What's the storyline of that one? It's pretty much as, as the original, but mm-hmm. um, Barbara isn't a catatonic mess in this she's actually more of a take charge it's got tony todd in it not of the living dead is that where like they find the book or the recording or something no that's evil dead. In the, woods. the evil dead okay yeah. which one is the one yeah. where like the tree branch rapes the that's chick? evil dead evil dead got you so living dead that's zombies yeah that's the george okay Romero. okay i got yeah. you now okay both but, are all both are really good <clears throat> yeah um it was directed by stephen king his only direction, time directing one of his movies. I believe he said in the trailer, he's tired of everybody fucking his shit up. So he and was, then he goes and fucks it up. So he was going to do it himself. It was written for the screen by Stephen King, and it was adapted from a short story called Trucks, which is also the name of the made-for-TV version of this movie. They should have just, just left it alone. Um... Like Blake said, it stars Emilio Emilio Estevez. You know him from the Mighty Ducks franchise. Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. St. Elmo's Fire. Don't know what that is. The Outsider. A really cool little fucking... He was in The Outsiders? Yeah. I haven't seen The Outsiders. I read the book. Yeah, the book was fucking fire. Did you eat all the coconut? No, I only had two. They're right there, bro. There's the packages. <laughs> but he was in a really cool um, 80s sci-fi weird movie called Repo Man. I saw that. Yeah. Um, and he was in the Young Guns franchise. Oh, the Young Guns. And Men at Work with his brother, Charlie Sheen. Hey. Ooh. You didn't know Millie O'Sullivan and Charlie Sheen were brothers? No. Yes. Yeah. One is a complete sweetheart and one is a complete asshole. The good twin and the evil twin? They're not twins. They're but, yin and yang. But no, like, um, Emilio wanted to make his name on his, like, his own name. So he kept the family name. Charlie Sheen's real name is Carlos Estevez. That's cool. Yeah. Like, in the opening for, I think it was Machete Kills, it says, and introducing Carlos Estevez, Charlie Sheen playing the president using his mm. birth name. Okay. Yeah. He's got a 
Martin Sheen's real last name is Estevez, and they got an Uncle Joe Estevez who does some really, really porn. Honestly, great bad movies. Oh. Like Mystery Science Theater 3000 level bad movies. Uh, it also has Pat Hingle, who he was the mayor in The Quick and the Dead. He played Commissioner Gordon and uh, Tim Burton, Joe Schumacher, Batman. Mm -hmm. He played the fucking smarmy ass truck stop owner in this. Mm. Oh, I fucking hate that dude. Uh, he was also in Talladega Nights and Shaft 2000, mm -hmm. the Sam Jackson Shaft. And he was in Muppets from Space. I don't remember him in Muppets from Space. It's been a minute since I saw Muppets from Space. I don't think I ever watched it. And he was in the 97 TV version of The Shining. What? Yeah, um... Okay, so Stephen King hated what Stanley Kubrick did with the Shining movie originally. Mm -hmm. It barely resembles his book. So in 1997, he got Stephen Weber and I think Rebecca De Mornay and Pat Hinkle and a couple other people together and did a made-for-TV version of it that's more faithful to the book, but still not quite as good. This is just for TV. Yeah. The Shining's the shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dr. Sleep was better, but that's just my opinion. I really love the that's book. That's the I'll second be, one, right? Yeah. Yes. I love the book. I love the movie. We're going to watch that again. Yeah. Uh, Laura Harrington was um, the love interest in this. She, you know her from The Adventures of Bobo, of Buckaroo Banzai. The movie Polly. What's Eating Gilbert Grape and The Devil's Advocate. I thought I remembered her from somewhere. And Miss Lisa Simpson herself, Miss Yardley Smith, is in this. You know her from, of course, The Simpsons. Um, as good as it gets, the chaper the chaperone. Um, we're back a dinosaur story, which she I played the promise girl. you, I promise you, we are doing that fucking movie. Yes, we are. Uh, Toys with Robin Williams again. We're doing that movie. Yes, we are. And the Legend of Billie Jean, which I don't think anybody yeah. other than me has seen that. No. I know the song. That's not the same thing, no. baby. That was Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. This the legend a, of Billie Jean. This has a, fa a famous song in it, too. It was by Pat Benatar. Invincible. Yeah. I'm just going for dinner. know what you're talking about. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know what Pat Benatar is. It's got a... Um... not what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's got a uh, John Short in it also he was on he was in Shiloh 2 he played an FBI agent in the Mel Gibson movie Ransom and he was in a movie that I've never heard of called Digstown and rounding out the top build cast is Ellen McElduff she was on the TV show Oz I believe she plays um, Dean Winter's mom in that what about the little boy from Crybaby um I forgot about him he, he wasn't on the top build cast on oh. IMDb. Um, but she was on in Oz. She was in JFK, and she was on in a movie called Christmas Evil, which it's a really weird kind of movie. And depending on how you take the ending, it's either the dude really is Santa Claus, or the dude's fucking crazy and in the middle of a psychotic break. I mean, it, he could be Santa Claus on a psychotic break, though. Very well, could be. It's it's a weird little eighty slasher movie that's fun. 
I, I recommend it. A um, couple of fun facts. Stephen King admitted to being, quote unquote, coked out of his mind making this movie. Everybody knows Stephen King struggled with addiction, alcohol, cocaine. And he was completely coked out of his gourd for this. Which explains why it's so bad. It's amazing and should be redone. Why he, he was asked why he hasn't directed a movie since Maximum Overdrive, to which he responded simply, just watch Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> and um, ACDC did all the music for this, and it was all Stephen King's idea to have them do the music. It went great. Um, so, that's all the boring shit. Do you guys want to talk about this movie? Yes. It was shit. <laughs> it was the best thing And ever. I hated it. I don't I think... I hated that I had to watch it. I don't think it was shit. It was shit. It was a product of its time. It was a product like a cocaine and alcohol. Shit. Like, okay, this little gas station on the outside, outskirts of Wilmington... Um, North Carolina. North, yeah, North Carolina. Thank you, Blake. Mm-hmm. North Carolina. Like... The owners selling fucking firearms on the black market. <laughs> like, they had RPGs, fucking all sorts of military grade shit in the basement of this little fucking... Well, it wasn't a little gas station. It was, it was a, a truck stop. It was a Dixieland truck stop. Yeah, it was called the Dixie Boy. Dixie Boy. Yeah, but it had all, all grades of shit in this fucking truck stop. It was crazy. Yeah, it was a few, like, states away. Fucking, um... Had a dude... Pretty much blind himself with a diesel fuel because the pump stopped working and he pulls his dumbass puts it to his eye, yeah, to try to see down in the nozzle and then it starts spraying out in his face. I guess the biggest thing that bothered me about this movie was the fact that it was like when it came to like the machines killing people, it's the first movie that I remember seeing like kids being um ran the fuck over by steamroller bud yeah i mean except for georgie's arm getting ripped off i I had something for that too but yeah like if they didn't discriminate like they showed like children that shit was rated e anybody could get it they actually when it came to the gore and shit they didn't show much of the children being murdered in fact, there was a bit that was cut out of the movie. The steamroller that Blake was talking about. Stephen King wanted blood bags placed around the dummy's body. So when the steamroller went over it, the blood bags would burst and squirt out. The MPA said that's too much. They cut it out of the movie. They would have gave the movie an X rating if they would have kept it in. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I want to find some of those movies. Like, I definitely would like to watch some of those. Not like snuff films, but like, you know, not snuff films, but our... Movies like Saw. No, that's like cheesy shit. I'm talking like Hostel when you're fucking be loving somebody. (laughs) I just want to see somebody get a blood eagle. I want to see somebody get some fucked up shit. My as baby. long as it's not children. No, no. That shit makes me angry. No, like, 
make a movie about just going to prison and like all the rapists and pedophiles and shit. Just fucking light them up, bro. Chelsea grins, fucking Spanish horses, the fucking gallows, just random shit. Ooh, the bra- the brazen bulls, what are they called? Where they put them in the big metal bull and light a fire under it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool, but. But, like, not real, you know? like. So, <laughs> oh, what's it called? I'm trying to think of the word. Reenactments. Yes. Got you. Simulation. So, basically, yes. what you're saying is you want me to show you Cannibal Holocaust. I think I'm going to have to direct the movie. <laughs> I'm going to have to make it. Sweetheart, I love you. I love you, too. Why but... don't you just watch Faces of Death? I mean... I was obsessed with those when I was a teenager. Bestscore.com is where I was all Hey, we're off subject. We are off the rails completely right now. Mm-hmm. That got dark really quick. Yes, Apologies. My bad, guys. Um, let's talk about the main truck. Yes, that is a fucking... The Green Goblin one. looking thing? Well, I'm pretty that's sure that's exactly what that was, was the Green Goblin on the front of that truck. It's like become iconic, like... Apparently, you go to truck shows today because that's a thing. Apparently, mm. you still said apparently twice. Oh, apparently, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but yeah, you go to truck shows today, and there's still a truck there with a big ass green goblin on it, the fucking hood, mm. like that. That shit was so dope. essentially this was Christine, but with trucks, minus the spirit. Yeah, without the spirit, it was. It was radiation from the tail of a comet that caused everything to come mm-hmm. to light. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Did that read the end of it? No, it was radiation from the tail of the comet, and then they blew the um, UFO out of the sky a couple of days later. Yeah, because it was radioactively or radio controlling the fucking cars and shit. No. Yes. No. Yeah. We gotta watch it again. Hand me my phone. It was radiation no. from the comet. No. Yes. It. No. I promise you, sir. It was radiation Listen, from the comet. I will raise you two peanut butter fucking granola bars, bro. Okay. What Hold am on. I betting? I'll, 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 right. I'll see your two peanut butter granola bars, and I will hit you with two chocolate frosted donuts. Okay. All right. Verdict. This is making for such great listening. What is the verdict, bro? I'm, I'm dying. I'm right reading. Now. Hang on. Holy shit! Read faster. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I got Pepsi all over me. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're sticky. Why am I sticky? Because the Pepsi exploded. Why is there a stain on the couch? Because the Pepsi exploded. Because of the fucking uh, Diablo sauce from Olive Garden or whatever. Okay, so. Hold on. Verdict says... Explaining through on-screen text that a Russian weather balloon would later blow up the troublesome comet that seems to have caused this bizarre effect on the planet's machines. With everything going back to normal, the Earth after the Earth leaves the comet, tra- comet trail in six days. So, it was not a UFO. It blew up the comet itself. Bull fucking shit. I read it. It said there was goddamn aliens controlling shit. No, it didn't. Then I must have been heavily medicated. You were. You were. But I can tell you where the aliens came from. Okay. There's a line in the movie. 
after Emilio Estevez has been outside refueling their trucks and he was having heat stroke and shit. Yeah. Talking about how the comet's nothing but a broom. Sweeping away the life for the yeah, aliens. Yeah, that's what hit me. Fuck. Yeah. So I just made two peanut butter granola bars. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I did the work. What do I get? I don't want that. Oh, what is it? Gummies? Yes. Okay, I'll take those. <laughs> 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 I don't want it. Wait, is it gummies? Okay. Well. Anyway. What do you love about the movie, Will? What do I love about the movie? Mm-hmm. The gas prices. The gas prices were fucking on point. <laughs> Not gonna lie, this 425 a gallon <laughs> bullshit. Fucking killing people, bro. Need to go back to 1986 on this shit. For sure. But, um, I actually like the beginning, the whole bridge scene. Yes. Those two guys playing cards and the old guy talking shit to the younger guy. Like, can't you see there's some serious shit going on here, you dumbass? Oh, you dumb asshole. Yep. Yes, I love it. Stephen King's cameo was great, too, at the beginning of the movie with the ATM. Yeah. This machine's calling me an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, and then, like, what Trish was talking about with the kids being killed and whatnot, that wasn't one of my favorite parts, but I just got to talk about it. Like, it's happening at a baseball field. Please ignore the Pippin trying to get through the bedroom door. I don't think that's a Pippin. That's a Godiva. Oh, that's, that's a Godiva? Godiva? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's a Pippin, but She's yeah. a pity, pity pony. A pity, pity pony. But, um, no, like, the kids win the baseball game, and the coach looks upset the kids won. Yeah. Like. Fuck, I just lost 15 Like, he looks like he just pulled Pete Rose and bet, bet against his own team. <laughs> good old Charlie Hustle. But, um. It's like, all right, good game, kids. Soda's on me. And he goes to the fucking vending machine for the sodas. Puts his money in, hits the button, nothing comes out. He bends over to look in the hole. Directly into the hole. Why people keep doing this? No, he didn't. He, squ- he, uh, he squatted down to look into it, and then... It hit him three times. The machine shoots these cans of sodas out at such force. Took his fucking wig back. Fucking... First one caught him kind of in the stomach. Second one caught him in the sternum. The third one caught him in the side of the head. Left a giant fucking soda can-shaped dent in his fucking head. And kills them, like... And then it's, like, launching sodas hundreds of yards at kids as they're running away. And then the dude who looked into the nozzle of the diesel, like, his son, just gradually picks up a catcher's mask and puts it over his face. And a soda pings off of that, and he's perfectly fine. Like, no, that's not the way physics works. That's not the way kinetic force works. No, his head would have got built back real quick yeah like that's fucking surgical or fucking internal decapitation force coming out of like it, it was fucking redonkulous I want one of those machines that just shoots fucking cold, cold <laughs> then um let's see towards the end of the movie um the fucking menu board at a fucking diner Starts talking, calling out, humans here, humans here. 
and the little boy fucking him. Deke has a fucking machine. The little boy's name is Deke. Has a fucking machine gun and just lights up the board and hands it to the love interest. He's like, I don't need this anymore. Yeah. There was a um a rather handsy bobble salesman that got knocked the fuck out by the Green Goblin. Yeah. That possessed or something. Yeah, like... I still don't get that 100%. Like... What do you mean? He got hit by the truck. Right. And clearly it's not enough. Like, I could have took a hit and not died. But... It was the 50-foot drop down. Didn't you see the sign? He just rolled down the creek. He didn't even... It was not 50 foot. It was not a... He didn't drop. He just rolled. But the sign said 50 foot shoulder or whatever. So he tumbled down that 50 feet. And it... That didn't actually kill him. Remember? He was still alive out there screaming. I think he was possessed. (laughs) I don't think that's... I don't know. Maybe he had a pacemaker and the radiation was fucking with his pacemaker. God, that's crazy. That would have made for a more interesting movie, I think. Mm. Like, instead of the uh, radiation controlling all the big trucks and shit, like, everybody with, like, pacemakers or, like, those cochlear implants. Like, I know that Mm -hmm. wasn't really a thing in the 80s, but that could have been something that got messed with and they could have shown how, like, the radiation or whatever was, like, controlling the pacemaker, causing the people to do, like, these horrible acts. Um, legitimately? This should be redone today. Because all the technology... I wonder how many technophobia people there would be after that. Okay, so, time for one of my favorite segments. It's called Will's Book Talk. Yay. There is a book uh, by Jonathan Mayberry. It's called Predator One. Part of the Joe Ledger series. <coughs> um, pretty much the summit, like to sum it all up without giving it away. Skynet. Conda. Um, there is a operating system that's been installed in most civilian vehicles, and then there's a military version of it that's been installed in like jets and shit. And somebody hacks it and turns it against the people like in one day there was like something like seven million accidents and they all were cars with this program installed for self-parking and shit Mm -hmm. and um air force one has the military version of it installed and air force one is pretty much turned into a giant drone with the fucking president on board so Mm. they can't shoot it down right holy fuck yeah um if you're into like now, couldn't he just fucking parachute out of that motherfucker? No, because everything in the fucking plane is controlled by this system. Oh. But if you're into, like, spy thrillers that meets sci-fi meets horror kind of thing, definitely check out the Joe Ledger series. I think I definitely will. Um, In fact, I think that it's being optioned for a TV show right now, actually. Really? Yeah. But, uh, anyways, that's it. That's it for Will's Book Corner. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, how would you have made this movie better, Trish? Fuck, Will. Everything. 
I would have changed what are you talking everything. About? No. Okay. So no. I I hate that they focused on trucks. I know it was called trucks originally. Blah 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 blah. But Stephen King knows better. He knew better. <laughs> he knows. He what fucking he did. knew better. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my dog got stuck by B. F to P. No. I would like some turkey. <laughs> oh my god. I had no turkey, just ravioli. <laughs> god damn, Amber Heard. <laughs> Rabbit turds. Uh, Rabbit turds, okay. Anyway, no, he's Stephen King is an amazing writer, and it would have made sense. Like, okay, they say you know that it this radiation fucked with technology, right? Right. So, why was it so obsessed and centered around this in the middle of nowhere fucking dive of a truck stop and these, um. Trucks, like, come on. There was so much, even though it was 1986, there was so much more out there that would have made it more interesting. What? They can't see you raising your hand. Oh, I have a rebuttal. What? I object. It's your question. You're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, I think the thing is. You're saying. Vehicle two, turn dad. <laughs> that was Will. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> no, um. We'll so to be legit, right here to on some legit. shit. I can't sing songs. All the other animal, all shit. <laughs> okay, all the other animals. Blake, did you watch the same movie we watched? Yes. Hold on. God. I mean, there was one point that I feel like one of the trucks roared like a fucking T-Rex from Jurassic Park. <laughs> no, I just remember the dog with the car in its mouth, and I was like, it killed all the animals. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so they were the only people left. and They weren't the only people left, though. Are you sure? Did you watch the same thing I did? Yeah. The, kid just, wrote the movie was just focused on that diner truck stop thing. No, it wasn't. It even said in some of the subtitles that this shit happened was in like Berlin and fucking everywhere else, Pinky Wings. <laughs> okay, but it just, my point is it just touched. Why did you have to focus on a little piece of shit, fucking run down truck stop? There were other people. Okay, after Blake's rebuttal, I have uh, an answer for that. But Blake, go ahead with your rebuttal. Anyways, the machines were focused on them because they were still alive at a truck stop, so it was less work that the machines had to do in order to keep themselves fueled and such. Yeah. Okay, yes. now, as for your complaint about why is it just focused on this truck stop. Yep. It made for a tighter story. Yes. It gave us, like, if it tried to focus on the entire world as to what was going on around, yeah. that would have been too many characters for the audience to try to focus on. By okay. setting it at this truck stop with this limited number of people, okay, it made it easier to relate and feel uh, attempt to make the audience feel the same amount of terror. Right, but the movie Mars Attacks. Right. 
Okay, it focuses on Las Vegas, right? And in Washington, correct? Yes and no. It focuses on select people in Las yes. Vegas and yes. Washington. But these are the locations, right? Right. But they didn't dumb it down to just one casino. Everything that's happening in one casino. No. They kind of give you a little taste of everything with the same thing happening. So the theme was still the same. It was... You see what I'm saying? Right. But it was... You were seeing everything... And it was more interesting. There were more interesting places they could have focused on. Than like in Mars Attacks. Everything that was happening in <laughs> Vegas, you were seeing from Gen. Uh, was it Vegas or was it Atlantic City? I feel like it was Atlantic City. It was Vegas. It was Vegas. Yes. But, no, you talking about the thing that looked? It's a tower with a big loop on top of it. So I think I might have been asleep for that one, but you slept through Mars Attacks. But I watched like five minutes of it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> But you're seeing everything from, like, in Vegas, Ving Rhames' point of or not Ving Rhames, Jim, Jim Brown's point of view. In D.C., you're seeing shit from Natalie Portman and Jack Nicholson as the president's point of view. Uh, New Mexico, you're seeing it from um, Jack Black's brother and Jack Black's brother's point of view up until the part with the grandma where the Martian's head explodes. Then it's the grandma's point of view. Like, well, Jack Black has a brother? In the movie, he does. Oh. <laughs> you can't sing Kikapoo. We'll get we'll get sued. Sorry. <laughs> and we broke. But it's a good fucking song. I think everybody should listen to it. Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. I I, I believed you, but I didn't. I'm gonna call you bullshit. Only reason why I was asking if you were sure it was Vegas or not, because wasn't uh Jim Brown's wife a bus driver in New York City? Isn't that where his boys were at? No, they were in Washington, D.C. They were in D.C.? Yes. Okay. How the hell do you think they got from the damn White House to home in just a, an hour? I don't fucking remember. You know how long it's been since I actually watched Mars Attacks? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. But we've got it on obsolete media now, so I can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the Bad Truck Stop movie. Yeah, all right. Ooh. Where do you put this on the list of best to worst Stephen King adaptations? Worst. Absolute Absolute worst. Absolute worst. Absolute worst. I'm going to find something worse. Oh, I, I got something worse for it right now, right off the top of my fucking head. What? The goddamn Lawnmower Man. I that liked was, Lawnmower Man. That was going to be my next pick. That had nothing to do with the fucking source material. Stephen King sued. To get his name removed from that fucking piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> I like Lawnmower Man. The original story that Lawnmower Man was based off of, it's like two and a half pages of a dude mowing his lawn and coming into contact with a satyr. Had nothing to do with fucking Flowers for Algernon or fucking goddamn Jeff Fahey going from fucking Simple Ben to <laughs> goddamn fucking genius level fucking tech genius. I know, I said genius twice. See, I only played the Super Nintendo game, and I just recently found out that that was a movie, so that was going to be my next pick. <laughs> so I guess that's what we're going to do. And then I can come up with another one worse than that. The goddamn Mangler. Uh, demonically possessed laundry folder. Now see, I can fuck with that. Uh, have we done the Lingo Leaders yet? No, we oh. started to watch that. And oh, we did. You, we got, it. you got, got super high and fell asleep. 
And then... Fuck, I gotta stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like a fucking three and a half hour long fucking miniseries. And fucking... If you were asleep watching... If you were that's going a to couple sleep episodes. Uh, I wasn't going to watch it because that's not my favorite Stephen King miniseries by far. Okay, it. so we're on the subject of Stephen King tonight. Clearly. What is your absolute favorite Stephen King movie or miniseries? Uh, well, Stephen King movie goes hand in hand with my favorite... My, one of my top two Stephen King books. Dr. Sleep, the adaptation in the book. Adaptation is my favorite Stephen King movie. Dr. Sleep is probably my one or two as far as books. The other one is Salem's Lot. Yes. As far as books go, I've yet to see a good adaptation of Salem's Lot. The 79 version was close, and the version with Rob Lowe was... Why the fuck do you have Rob Lowe and my Stephen King? Um, but yeah. Um, Robin Lowe's. Yeah. As far as Stephen King miniseries goes, Rose Red or Storm of the Century? Oh, Rose Red. Storm of the Century. I have not seen that. Have I have you seen Storm of the Century? I've seen Storm of the Century. I watched that in school too. Um, um, I think you're thinking about a different movie. No, Storm of the Century. Where the boat? Yep, you're thinking of a different movie. That's called The Perfect Storm. It's got Mark Wahlberg in it. Storm but, uh, of the Century. Storm, hold on. Storm of the Century is about this island. And everybody fucking disappeared whenever the storm happened and it had something to do with fucking Mongolians or something. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Mongolians? <laughs> no, they're Mongolians. Um, Andre Lenoir was the bad guy's name. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. But that was something that I had to do in that movie. I've seen the movie. It had nothing to do with fucking Mongolians, though. No. <laughs> that was Mulan. <laughs> Close. Don't make a man out of you. <laughs> anyway, my favorite Stephen King movie is They Always Come Back. And my favorite uh, miniseries or whatever was Rose Red. God. Will you, like, put the blanket over this so I can't see him? <laughs> Please? Oh my lord. I'm no, I'm not putting the blanket because I'm using it. <laughs> don't, don't get them all warm. <laughs> Gotta hide the snacks for yourself now. Like <sighs> like, I feel like had. seven or eight. I feel like, and I'd like for the uh, listeners to go to our uh, Facebook group. What, Facebook uh, group? Yeah, we got a Facebook group. I fucking invited you to it, dude. What the Isn't fuck? Is he an admin? No, an he admin. never fucking accepted the invite to the group. This Believe is me. why you check your Facebook notifications, well, you have, No, I can't. You got little worms. I forgot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, look at that. hair look at chocolate. That. got hairy chocolate now. Yucky. Hold on, you really did that? <laughs> Bro. Oh, hey. Four days ago, cool. I'm Ed. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's like the third invite I've sent you, actually. Are you serious? Yeah. Bro. Um, but yeah, don't. I'd like for the listeners to go to our uh, Facebook group, Two Guys, A Girl, and That Movie Group. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. You see what mm-hmm. I did there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheeky fucker, this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, go to our Facebook group and chime in on this. Would you like to hear how see us do a Stephen King month of like different adaptations or miniseries? And also, 
Tell us what your favorite Stephen King movie, book, or miniseries is. Yeah. Or all three. Ha. Yeah. I'm pretty we, down. We, we want to hear from you guys. We want to get to know our listeners better. Yes. Like, we want to know what you like about the podcast. What's your what, favorite color? Yeah. What Are you Big Spoon or Little Spoon? It's not green. My favorite colors are green and purple. Not this fucking color green. Not this color green, no. Our bedroom is... Neon green. Neon baby shit. No, this ain't baby shit. That's fucking neon. How many baby's diapers have you changed? Enough to know that it don't fucking look like this. Yeah, Uh, Enough to know, yes, it does. Yes, it fucking does. Bro, the first time a baby fucking shits, it's fucking Nickelodeon splat color green. I'm gonna fucking throw it. (laughs) Dude, my fucking niece. (laughs) Whatever touches me. Well, my adopted niece, my best friend's daughter... Shit once, and it was fucking electric Hawaiian punch blue. Yeah. Baby shit comes in all hues, man. It does. What the fuck? Well, that's some weird shit, bro. This color is when you feed them peas for the first time. Mm-hmm. Now, the, for that color or that color? Collar. Color. Collar. Color. Collar. Color. Collar. Listen. In Michigan, you... we know how to enunciate. And... Oh, <laughs> Can I get my keys? My keys to my car. You didn't even say it right. I don't have to say it right because I say it wrong, apparently. My keys and my car. <laughs> Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Now, that's me last night, apparently. Oh, God. Let's not even talk about last night. I don't want these fucking... <gasps> I don't want these people to have to hear what we went through. No, it was It bad. was Friday the 13th. Just use your guys' imagination. It'll be fucking awesome. My new name is Linda. Nice to meet you. The police were involved. Hallelujah. Fuck it. I'll tell them. Lying there Uh, with Linda. Okay, so up until about 3 p.m. this afternoon, I was the doorman slash bouncer at a A um, spicy dancer club, if you know what I'm saying. And as part of my salary, the spicy dancers are required to tip me out every night. Some spicy dancer. Shut up. <laughs> well, one dancer in particular hadn't tipped me out in like a week and a half. Motherfuckers got bills to pay. And enough was enough. So I confronted her about it as we were leaving last night. And all hell broke loose. She was made to pay you. She was made to pay me. By the boss. By the boss before she left. After she left, she calls 911 and tells them that I was holding her there hostage hostage with a gun, threatening her life. Yeah, so I'm no longer employed at that bar. And that did not happen. I came home safe and sound after I explained to the uh, officer what exactly had transpired. He apologized for taking up my time, fist bumped me, and let me on my way. After anyone, a description of the lady who made the false report. So, I don't know what happened there. You should have fucking told her, told him that her eyebrows were painted on. <laughs> like, the, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's how my Friday the 13th ended last night. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm going to link the uh, Facebook group in the description of this podcast. Make it easier for you guys to find. Uh, we have a new sponsor. Trish, would you like to do the sponsor spot for... I didn't get the information yet. You didn't get the information? Well, we will have a new sponsor. Ah, uh, psych! Yep. Nah, for real, maybe. 
Joking, I don't know. Okay. We will get the information to you as soon as we can. But yeah, help us grow this thing. Share us with your friends. Share us with people you don't like. Somebody's got to get their pilot's license so that we can fly one of those banner planes. Right? Yes. Yes. I have a fear of heights, so it's got to be you. You're fucking six and a half feet tall. And, and I'm fucking terrified to sneeze the wrong way and pass out. That's a long way down, bro. <laughs> You're still just a little fella, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trish collects giants. I do. They're my favorite. I don't have to reach the tall things. But, and... But, I think that's it for this episode. Oh, no. No, it's not. I got one more thing to tell you guys. Ah. Surprise! Psych! But wait... There's more. <sighs> Hi, Billy Mays here. Here to tell you about Slap Chop. Was that Billy Mays? No, it was a fucking not... ShamWow guy. Yeah, that was, that was Vance, the ShamWow guy. <laughs> Hi, Vance here. Yeah. Oh Ask God. me about my nuts. <laughs> Ask me about my wiener. But um, Trish has already picked. Has already named her next pick. Yes. So, here's the question. Do we tell the listeners what it is, or do we do what we did last week and play a little game on the Facebook group and see if anybody gets it? <gasps> little games. Game. 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 Warning. Be- I'm going to put a warning in there. There are many variations. They have to get the right variation. Yes, you have to get the right variation. I'm going to drop some clues based off of the clues. You guys tell me what you think it is. First person to get it right gets a shout out. Can one of the clues be an air hug? Yep. Uh, A gargoyle. A a, A gargoyle. gargoyle. (laughs) Yeah, just the gargoyle emoji. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant like you were going to try to summon a gargoyle. No, that should be the hint. Just a gargoyle emoji. A gargoyle emoji. I don't think that works the way you think it does. It totally does. They'll be like, "What the fuck is that?" Um, (laughs) Jason, how do you say that last name? Should have been out. Sorry, Jason. Jason Cottrell got it in the group last week for Maximum Overdrive. So, shout out to Jason. Air hugs. Big up. See if you guys can get it figured out this time. But, until then, I'm Will. I'm Trish. And I'm Blake. And we've been Two Guys, A Girl in That Movie Place. Later.